Hello, and welcome to Wow Me, Women on Wealth Management Education. I'm Susan Moody, and I'm here with Kim Dyer, and we're with Keystone Capital Management Group, helping you lay the foundation to your financial success. So today, Ms. Kim Dyer, I have a question for you. Excellent. I got this form in the mail, <laughs> this 5498, and it's for the 2020 taxes, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I think you're not alone in that. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about what the 5498 is. Okay, good. So the title of the 5498 is IRA contributions. That's what it says. And a little tidbit. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, it says IRA contribution, but it's also Roth IRA contributions. So when you make any movement to or uh, to your uh, accounts, the uh, custodian that mm -hmm. you paid the funds to, or if you move your account from one custodian to another custodian where you set up another account, that movement of the money or that change mm -hmm gets reported on the 5498. Or if you have a new contribution mm -hmm. for the year, mm -hmm. then that contribution gets reported on the 5498. So am I hearing you say I could have multiples of these? You, or just you one? could. So oh. for example, if you have one company holding your IRA, uh -huh and your husband has another company holding an IRA, mm -hmm. so you would each get one. Or you as an individual, mm -hmm. if you have multiple IRAs, mm -hmm. you, you're using oh. different companies. Mm -hmm. Some people might have a bank, some people might have a mutual fund, uh -huh. you know, you might have your uh, work. Your work. Mm -hmm. So any of those kinds of things, mm -hmm. each custodian is required to distribute the 5498. Okay. Now, here's the other deal <laughs> okay. about the 5498. Each individual is responsible for tracking your own contributions to your Roth IRA. IRA is hmm. not uh, such a big deal because if you do a distribution, it's taxable and right. there's going to be a 1099 issue. But Roth IRA is a big deal because there's nobody that puts together a schedule that says I've contributed X amount to my country, to my Roth IRA. And here's the deal about a Roth IRA. You put money in every year. And if you need money out, you can take what you've contributed back out and there's not a tax impact, which is a, a great benefit. Mm -hmm. And how many times do you know where the IRS says that if you have an account, the first money out mm -hmm. is what you contributed? That's pretty unusual for the IRS to have that huh. set up that way. So. You, though, as a taxpayer, are required to keep track of your own wow. uh, your own contributions. Uh -huh. And then if you take the money back out, then uh, you don't have to pay tax on that portion. Because I've already paid taxes. Because you've already paid because taxes. Because it's a Roth. Because it's a Roth, mm -hmm. you're putting after-tax uh -huh. uh, contributions into it. Uh -huh. And so... Um, it's nice to know that you can get at that money and not tax, but if you go over what mm -hmm. you've contributed, if it hasn't been in there for five years, uh -huh. then you have to pay tax on any gains that are in the account. Oh, can I get one clarification yes. for that? 
But do you still have to be a certain age to take it out? Yes, you okay. do have. Well, for your contributions, no. But for for your for your uh, deductions, okay. It um, or excuse me, if you are taking out your gains, then you have to be fifty nine and a half. Okay. So if I started putting it in my 40s, I said I needed that money. I wanted to buy a house. Could I take the? You can take the contributions back. Out. Okay, but okay, but oh. not any gains. Okay, I but don't know that. if you don't track it, mm -hmm. you don't know what your yeah. contributions <laughs> yeah. are, and you don't know how much you can take, uh -huh. and there can be uh, tax consequences. So wow. what we're promoting today <laughs> is keep a file of all your 5498s. Mm -hmm just a file of 5498s and even though it's called IRA contributions <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it can be for your Roth IRA so, so if it is a Roth just put Roth on that yes, one so you and know make sure you know <laughs> okay. but but you should just drop those in a file and keep track of them because it's kind of a hassle if uh, we work with some people mm -hmm. that you know, they've been contributing and they're now 60 and they want to take some money out, but they don't know how much uh -huh. it becomes an issue. So <laughs> then we're working back trying to figure out how much did they contribute. And it could be years that they've been putting into it yes. to have to go back that yes. far. Wow. Okay. Um, and the I guess the other reason that it becomes an issue. So uh, you when you start a Roth IRA, there's a five-year clock. Okay. And once you reach that five-year clock, then you, 100% of what you take out is non-taxable, and then it's not so critical. Oh, okay. Uh, as long as you're 59 and a half. Uh-huh. So, uh, hmm. and the interesting part, the other positive about a Roth mm -hmm. is that once you open up the account, uh, a lot of times with the IRS, they make you track every contribution. But with an I, with a Roth IRA, once you open the account and fund it, that starts that five-year clock. So, and maybe okay. the next year and the next year and the next year, you you put contributions mm -hmm. in. But it the, the clock started with your very, very first, first contribution. Mm -hmm. So, a couple of things that come out of that discussion <laughs> is that get your Roth IRA open and funded, even if it's just a small portion or a small contribution, uh -huh. because that gets your five-year clock started. Is there a minimum to get started? Uh, most, most custodians require 1000 to oh. 2000 okay. somewhere in that But not range. your maximum contribution. No, you don't have to okay. put your entire contribution. So okay. you could still put thousand dollars you know every company uh -huh. has their own minimum so you could put a thousand dollars in and if you were under 50 then you could put the other five in another account or uh -huh. something like that because the contribution limit for a Roth IRA is six thousand uh -huh. when you turn 50 they let you put seven okay. in. <laughs> all right and the other another tidbit about Roth IRA a lot of people think well I can't do a Roth IRA because I have a 401k mm -hmm. at my work and because I have that plan then I can't be, be hmm. can't do a Roth IRA but that's not true there are limits uh -huh. uh, income limits and you can contribute 
to your 401k. Mm -hmm. And as long as your income is below a certain number, and there's different numbers for married versus Mm -hmm. single, then you can contribute to a Roth. So it's... Uh, it's a good deal to get a contribution made to it. And if you have some extra money to put it in there, once you get that five-year clock started, uh-huh. uh, that makes all the yeah. gains available to you. So it's a really good tool. Yeah, you never hear about that. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's one of the things that we talk a lot to our clients is let's get your clock started on mm-hmm. your and get a Roth IRA opened up because mm-hmm. it's a it's an important thing to have. So I do want to kind of go back to this before we come to our okay. break. So I've got this in the mail. I, OK, I heard you say track it, keep a file for it. Does it actually go on my tax form? Well, that, that's a great <laughs> question. And. The interesting part is when you make a contribution to a Roth IRA, mm-hmm. it's not reported on your tax return. <laughs> that is the only record you have. Wow. So if you then, it used to be pre-Trump uh, tax changes. Uh-huh. It used to be a place on the tax return on the 1040 that you could get a copy of that return mm-hmm. and you would put your Roth IRA contribution on Oh, there. and that was tracking. And that, you know, that was available Pardon, to okay. you. Uh, yeah, um, hmm. it was put on there as an information item. It did not reduce your income. So that's one of the differences between Roth and IRA uh-huh. is an IRA reduces your income as to how much is taxable. So mm-hmm. you, if you have uh, 20000 in income and you put 5000 in a in a IRA, then your income drops to mm-hmm. 15. Right. And so there's a benefit uh, for putting it in an IRA. It defers the tax right. on that. Right. But for an for a Roth IRA, there it that doesn't reduce your income. So it just it's just notifying the IRS that you mm-hmm. made a contribution. It's just uh, noting it. So you on <laughs> The Trump changes, they uh-huh. took that away and you don't even have to. Yeah, because it's driving that. me crazy. I was working on our tax lab. Where does this go? <laughs> I, know. <You> know? <laughs> I know we get we get a lot of calls on that. And yeah. we had a call just yesterday here, too. And <laughs> the gal says, I do my own taxes on Turbo uh-huh. and I can't figure out where to put the Roth IRA contribution that I'm making for last year. I said, it doesn't go on there anymore. There's a 54.98 that you received. Drop that 54.98 in a file. We have a, a spreadsheet that we yeah. tell people to keep track and kind of accumulate the contributions. Mm-hmm. And we'd be glad to share that with people if they wanted to email uh, myself at team uh, at keystonegroupaz.com. We'd be okay. glad to share that spreadsheet. And you, you could just get started on tracking your 5498s. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a short break. You're listening to Wow Me, Women on Wealth Management Education. And we'll continue our conversations on IRAs after the break. Please stay with us. Wonderful. Hi, I'm Pam Prine. And I'm Kim Dyer. And we are the owners of Keystone Capital Management Group. At Keystone, we want to help you lay the foundation to your financial success. Go to our website, keystonegroupaz.com, and download your free retirement kit today. That's keystonegroupaz.com. Because you are not your mother, take control of your financial future. Start today. 
Welcome back to Wow Me, Women on Wealth Management Education. Before the break, Kim Dyer was sharing with us what to do when you get one of these 5498 forms and your taxes. But one of the things that you shared with us is you're going to get this 5498, whether you have a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. So I'm wondering, can you kind of explain to us a little bit again? What's the difference? I'd love to talk about the difference. So an IRA, when you put money in, you get a tax deduction or a reduction in your income uh, for the amount that you've contributed. So it is putting, uh, in effect, you haven't paid tax on it. Mm -hmm. So when you retire and take money out, you have to pay the tax then. So you're putting money in, you're getting a tax deduction on your return. Uh -huh, tax return. You're reducing uh -huh. your income, so you're paying less tax in the year that you make that contribution. And so uh, then down the road, you mm -hmm. still have to pay the piper. But that's only if I do it on a traditional IRA? Uh, only on a tradition. Okay. Right. So that's a traditional IRA. Okay. And that's what the RMDs that you maybe heard about, required minimum distributions, mm -hmm. that has to do with you having to pay the piper. When you <laughs> turn 72, uh -huh. the IRS says, okay, now we want our tax uh -huh. on what you put in an IRA. Uh -huh. We let you put the money without taking taxes earlier, but yes. now we want our piece of the now pie. Now we want our money. <laughs> okay. right. And that's what they're doing. They're saying it's time to pay the tax on all this money you set aside and the deductions that we gave you from the from your tax return. But a Roth IRA, mm -hmm. you're taking money that's already been taxed okay. and you're setting it aside. Mm -hmm. But what it does for you is any gains that you have inside of that, mm -hmm. you don't have to pay tax on. So if you had just a just an individual account uh -huh. and you were investing money, if you bought into a stock at $10 and then you sold that stock at $20, mm -hmm. you'd have to pay tax on the $10 gain. Okay, yeah. So that's a gain inside that account. Uh-huh. If you sell a position in just an individual brokerage account, mm -hmm. you get a notice and it's a 1099 mm -hmm. proceeds. And it says you sold a stock, mm -hmm. uh, here's your here's your gain, uh -huh. and now you have to pay tax on that. So that's mm -hmm. what happens when you have an individual account and it's in a non-qualified, meaning it's doesn't qualify for one of the IRS designations. So oh it's my kind gosh. Of, you yeah. know, when you hear that term non-qualified, yeah. you think, what is that? Right. Well, what they're saying is it doesn't qualify for any of the special treatments in the IRS code. So that's called, <laughs> it's a strange way of it saying is. it, yeah. but that's what, when you have an individual or a joint account, mm -hmm. they're considered non-qualified. They don't, they don't have any restrictions uh -huh. from the IRS. And so you have to pay tax on any gain. Mm -hmm. You also get to deduct mm -hmm. losses up to a point. They okay. restrict how many losses. Mm -hmm. If you earn dividends uh, on those, even if you don't sell that position, but uh -huh. you earn a dividend, then you have to pay tax on the dividends. So let's say you huh. had that, sh that share and then they paid you a $5 dividend, you get a 1099 <laughs> notice for the dividend that uh -huh. you received of $5. You'd have to pay tax on that. Wow. So individual accounts, 
or joint accounts, you're regularly getting notices mm -hmm. about taxes that you have to pay with that. Okay. If you put your money in a Roth IRA, any of those gains you can buy and sell, any of those dividend notifications, uh, buying and selling from a position, you don't have to pay tax on it. Hmm because it's inside the Roth IRA. Okay. And it's called a qualified account <laughs> okay. because it qualifies for the IRS designation. Mm -hmm. It it has restrictions, but inside that Roth IRA, you don't have to pay tax. So the best oh. thing that can happen to you mm -hmm. is when you're in retirement, if you have qualified money, then you aren't paying tax right. on it. And uh, then you don't worry about taking money out of your account or you don't worry about selling mm -hmm. your position and transferring to something new because, mm -hmm. uh, because it's not taxable. I think that's one of the preconceived things is that you say you have saved 200,000 in your IRA account it's not really 200,000 because you got to pay the taxes on it. And depending exactly. on your tax bracket, it really reduces it. And that's a little bit of a shock. It is. <laughs> you, know? you have a payable to the IRS uh -huh. that's 30% of whatever that yeah. account is. A lot of times mm -hmm. uh, we show our clients, here's your asset of 200,000, but 30% of that <laughs> yeah. isn't really yours. Uh -huh. And here's the other thing. The IRS can decide what tax rate they're going to do on, what they're going to apply uh -huh. to that. Because they can change their mind. They can change their mind. I've seen it happen. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is there a guarantee on Roth IRA that they'll mm -hmm. be there forever? No, but mm -hmm. it's there today. Uh -huh. And if you have money in a Roth IRA, it grows tax-free uh -huh. through your life. And if you leave it to your spouse or you leave it to your heirs, mm -hmm. they don't have to pay tax on it. So it's a great That's tool. That's amazing. It <laughs> is. So sometimes we encourage people just save inside a Roth IRA instead of in an IRA that you're uh -huh. going to have to pay later. And get that clock started that get you mentioned that about before started. earlier. We think that's a very important important issue. Mm -hmm. And there can be Roth accounts inside a 401k, but they're not treated the same as a Roth IRA. So you have to be a little bit careful. It does not start your clock. Uh -huh. So we like people to put into their 401k mm -hmm. a Roth, but just know that doesn't start your 401 or your Roth IRA clock ticking outside uh -huh. of it. So there are things that you it's confusing. Have to it's very confusing. <laughs> okay, so it's confusing. So we're offering, we've got two books, and Ed Slot is a, a tax accountant, and he has delved into IRAs and retirement <laughs> accounts, mm -hmm. and he's written a couple of books. He has a special book about future, so it's for a young investor, mm -hmm. and it, it, it explains about saving for the future. Uh -huh. And then he has a retirement guide for somebody that's already retired, and how does it work? How do you take mm -hmm. money out? Mm -hmm. We're offering these to anybody that's interested. Again, if you just email us at team at keystonegroupaz.com, we'd be glad to share one of these resources with you. That's great. We have a limited supply, right. but we'd be w more than willing to share 
uh, what we have. Right. And then after you get that book and read through it and you are still confused, <laughs> then you want to set that appointment with Keystone <laughs> and come and talk to Kim and she'll help explain it based on your particular situation, give you what the best advice is for you. So if you want to reach Kim directly, call 623-299-9710. I'll be happy to get you on her calendar and just kind of explore your options. You know, we don't know what we don't know. And Kim and Pam here at Keystone know quite a bit (laughs) about these sorts of things. Anything else you'd like to add for today? I think that'll do it today. Yeah. So, you know, give us a, a shout out and get your books team at keystonegroupaz.com. We're happy to share that with you and we look forward to having you join us on Wow Me on another episode. Thank you for watching today. The program is sponsored by Keystone Capital Management Group, LLC, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors, Keystone Capital Management Group, LLC, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Pam Prine and Kim Dyer should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. Pam Prine and Kim Dyer are not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as a solicitation of an offer to buy securities.